Shalom Today's daf discusses using a minal, a sandal, a slipper, lechatzchila for chalitza. What happens if he does part of the chalitza? A case where Yavama grew up with the brothers. So one of the, maybe they actually did the action of chalitza beforehand. Using a tachash thread for the shoe. What does the word chalitza mean? And using a slipper, a comfortable slipper on Yom Kippur for chalitza. So uh, we begin with Rabbah Marav Kahana Marav who tells us that if Elio Novi came and told us that we can use chalitza with a shoe, we would listen to him. If he told us not to use a sandal, we would not listen to him because our minig already is to use sandals. Rabbi Yosef Marav Kahana Marav says a little differently. He says that if Elio Novi came and said, don't use a shoe, we won't listen to him. But if he says... Don't use a sandal. You also won't listen to them because that's already our minute to use a sandal. Rather, if he told us to not use a shoe, we would listen to him. But a sandal, that's already our minute that we won't change. The nafkamina is whether lechatzchila one should use a shoe. According, according to the man the Omar who says that you can even use a shoe lechatzchila, a Mishnah tells us that if someone use, does chalitza with a shoe, that it's kosher. That sounds like bidiyevet, it's not kosher. And you should not do chalitza with a shoe lechatzchila. The Gemara says, really, it's saying that you can even do chalitza lechatzchila with a shoe. So why is he saying, if he had done chalitza, which sounds like only b'diyevin, that's because of the seifa, which discusses socks and other types of shoes, that the chalitza is not good, even b'diyevin. So the ratio also spoke balosh on b'diyevin. The Gemara says... Using a shoe lechatchila is actually a machlekes tanoim. Rabbi Yoisi said he once went to Netzivin and he found a zoki in there, and he said, "Have you ever been by Rabbi Yehuda ben Maseri?" He said, "Sure." He eats by me all the time. He says, "Oh, have you ever seen him do a chalitza yibum?" He says, "Sure, all the time." He says, "No, what do you use? A shoe or a sandal?" He said, "What are you talking about? You can't use a shoe." So I told him, "So why does the mayor say that if someone uses a shoe, it's a kosher chalitza?" And Rabbi Yaakov says that if you can even do chalitza with a shoe, lechatchila. Now, according to my number, it says that one should not use a shoe, lechatchila. Why not? If it's because, if you're going to say that the upper shoe here is uh, on top of the foot and then there's a, the strap is on top of the upper shoe, and the Torah says they have to take the shoe off of his foot, not off of the thing that's on top of his foot, so then it shouldn't even work b'diyevet. Why would a shoe work b'diyevet if it's, if it's not good? Either it's just a gzeira, maybe he'll use a ripped shoe, or maybe he'll use half of a shoe. Rav says, if I didn't see my uncle doing chalitza with a sandal, which had a strap, I would have used, I would have only used a sandal from the Arabs, which is very, very strong, very tight. And ours, our chalitza shoe, even though it has a knot on it, and you tie a strap on that, that still would be a kosher chalitza. Now, if Yehuda Amarav tells us, taking off the shoe from most of the heel is already yoitza, the chalitza, and she can marry whoever she wants now. So the Gemara asks, we learned that the straps are not to her on a shoe. When it comes to a sandal, there you have to either get it off of most of the foot, rather we have this tesefta that tells us that if she only took off the straps of a shoe, or only took the sandal off of most of the foot, it's not a good chalitza. But if she had taken off the entire sandal, 
It would be a good chalitza. Most of the foot or most of the heel would not be good. Rav Yehuda Marav just said that taking it off of most of the heel is good enough for chalitza. The Gemara says that most of the heel and most of the, most of the foot is the same thing. It's the same, two different lashonas for the same thing. So why do we call it most of the foot? Because the heel is where most of the weight of the foot lies. In fact, we have a riot to Rav Yanai. Rav would be a riot to him because he says if the Yavam does any part of the Chalitza, he unties it or does the removal, it's puzzle. She has to untie it. She has to remove it. Rav had a question. What happens if she just tore it off instead of unstrapping it or if she burnt the shoe off of his foot? Does she just need to uncover his heel or does she actually need to unwrap it? And the Gemara leaves that with a teku. Next to Nehemiah asked Rabbah, if someone's wearing two shoes, what do we do? Does a double shoe chalitza work? Well, if you're talking about taking one shoe off of another shoe, she didn't take off his shoe yet. She has to take the shoe off of his foot, and she just took a shoe off of his shoe. Rather, he, she rips off the top one, and she takes off the bottom one. But the top one is still there. Does she actually need to unwrap it? which she did, or she has to uncover the heel, which she didn't do. And Mar says, did you ever have a case like this? He said, yeah, in fact, you have. The Rabbonin saw Rabbi Yehuda go out with five zoos of a hard felt, and he went out to the market. Rabbi Yehuda Marav brings up an interesting question of a Yevama that grew up with these brothers. He says that she can marry any of them. And we're not worried that maybe they accidentally did Chalitza at some point. And Gemara points out from his Lushan, it sounds like they didn't, we, we haven't seen them actually do Chalitza at some point, where, you know, she helped them take off a shoe. But if we had seen them, then it would ruin their Chalitza. They wouldn't be able to get married. The Brisa tells us, if either the Chalitza or the Chalitza, the man or the woman doing Chalitza, do not have Kavana to be doing Chalitza, it's not a good Chalitza, it's possible. They both have to have Kavana. So whatever happened, you're saying that, that she did Chalitza to one of her foster brothers with Kavana? So we have two answers. Either, you're right, even if we did see them actually doing Chalitza, it would not interfere with her marrying them. Or we could say, if we had actually seen them, it would be an issue. Aye, they need Kavana. Yeah, you need Kavana to be able to marry somebody else in order for, for that, that component of the Chalitza to work. But to passel her from marrying them, even without Kavana, that would get in the way. Any Chalitza would be an issue. Next, Vihuda Marav tells us, a sandal that is sewn with the flax. With flax, that's, that you should not, you cannot use for a chalitza because the Pesach says, alecho tachash. So the Gemara says, okay, maybe if you actually sew it with tachash thread, that would puzzle it. Maybe that's the only thread that you can use. Anything else would not work. No, because it says no all twice. That says no really can use any thread. The Gemara says, well, if it's including everything, maybe it's literally including everything. No, because Tash, Tachash tells us that you can't use Pishton. Next, Rebeliezer asked Rav, what happens if the shoe is made of leather, but the straps are made of goat hair? Is that kosher? He said, sure, no problem. We have the Pasuk of Anolecho Tachash. And Alech Tochash. So why can't the whole shoe be made of animal hair? No, because that's not a shoe. That's like walking on the ground. Next, Rav Kahana tells Shmuel, how do I know that the word chalitza, the chalitza na'aloi, means that she has to take off his shoe? Maybe it means that she should tighten his shoe? 
The Pasuk says, When it comes to Tzaras, you remove the stones. So you see, the Chalitza's Lashon is taking off. Ah, I want to go, when, when Terry tells us about going out to war, it says, It sounds like strengthen them, gird them to go out to battle. No. You have to, that's the, over there it means to remove, remove them from their houses to go to war. Ah, the Pasuk says, It sounds like he is tightened by his poverty. No, the schar that he gets from being an Oni removes him from the name of Gehenim. And the Pasuk says, Again, that's referring to removing them from Dinam Shal Gehenim. Aye, the Pasuk says, And Rebbe Lozer says, This is the best bracha. It's, it's uh, being mezares, his, his body. And the Gemara says, You know, you're right. Chalitza can mean remove, and it can mean to strengthen. But by Chalitza, if it was trying to tell me to be mezares, and not telling me to remove it. It should have said, biragloi. No, if it said biragloi, I would have thought on his foot as opposed to his thigh. No, so the, the terrorist should have said, I mean, that's what the terrorist said, ragloi, as opposed to his thigh. But then the terrorist should have said, bimeal ragloi. What's meal ragloi? That tells me that you have to remove it. There was a min who told her, Megamliel, your nation was abandoned by Hashem because the Pesach says, B'tsoinam uvekerem yelchu levakesh es Hashem v'leyimtu chalitz mehem. He un... Did chalitza with you? So Rungamliel says, Yushoyta. It doesn't say chalatz lohem. It says chalatz mehem. Getting chalitza from... You know, if the husband does chalitza, if the, the, the man does chalitza on the woman, that's nothing. And we said using a sack for chalitza is puzzle. And the Gemara says, really, is this cloth, this cloth sack, that doesn't count as a shoe? The Mishnah tells us, yeah, we have a raya. We have a raya that it's not a shoe. Someone who is coming to be tired in the base of Mikdash is not allowed to come and wearing a robe with a hem on it, nor with anpile, these socks. And kava choymer, he can't come in with shoes. Now, if these socks are shoes, then it wouldn't hit his kava choymer shoes. It would have just said, you're not allowed to come in with Shoes and sandals, right? That would include socks. You see that socks is something else. It's a, it's a level down. I, when it comes to Yom Kippur, it says you're not allowed to wear shoes, sandals, or these socks at all in your house from bed to bed. So by answers, those you're not allowed to wear on Yom Kippur because they're very cushiony and that'll give you tanug on Yom Kippur. It's a Yom Inoy. So Rava says, wait, you're not allowed to have tanug in your shoes on Yom Kippur? We have Rabbi Barav Huna used to wrap handkerchiefs around his feet. He had tanug on his feet. Rava says that's not a kasha. It depends on the socks. If the socks are made out of leather, that's what was also on Yom Kippur. But if it's made out of cloth, that's not an issue. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.